your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, let's hear from the chair of the swimming pool in Askeaton in County Limerick, uh, Sandra Houlihan. It's one of the more popular swimming pools in Limerick. Massive benefit to the community. As a swim club in Askeaton, we have about 70 plus swimmers households and some uh, within those households, we would have two to three swimmers per family. There is a Learn to Swim programme, 135 families. There is aqua aerobics. There are 35 to 40 schools that partake, and these would be ranging from first class up to sixth class. And this is part of their school curriculum now. So this is estimated about 3,000 kids over a term. Deal Swimmers, which is an adult master's adult program. Pony Club, which is involved in triathlons. Then you have your basic adult swim. I'm not even open to the public time. It's separate to all of this. There's water safety classes that they run so many times a year. And then you have your your open swim individual gym membership. So on average, again, it can vary from week to week. 3,000 to 4,000 people per week are using this facility. And this is the only facility, might I add, it's a 25-metre pool that can be found between outside Limerick as close to Kerry. That's Askeaton Swimming Pool Chair Sandra Houlihan there. And members of the community in Askeaton are sharing their concerns over the 12-month closure of the swimming pool. Uh, Last week, Limerick City and County Council confirmed the closure of the pool from the 16th of March and it's leaving many local swimmers without an alternative option. Anna Hutchinson, whose son Josh is a competitive international swimmer, joins me on the line. And good morning to you, Anna. Good morning. It's actually Jack, not Josh. Is it, Jack? is it Jack? I'm very Jack, sorry. Yes, sorry yeah, about that. Um, my apologies to Jack for getting his name wrong. Uh, he's not listening. He's in school. Okay, well, that's good. So uh, did you guys, well, you, I blindsided you by getting the name wrong, but uh, do, do, you, do, do you feel blindsided by the announcement? Yes and no. So I've been involved in the club since Jack joined in 2017. So I've been a parent in the club for quite some time. And I knew there was renovation works to happen. That hasn't been a secret. It hasn't been unknown. It hasn't been denied. But nobody nobody foresaw 12 months as the closure. We thought a few months of disruption at most. Um, at no point did ever, anyone ever say that the place would be completely inaccessible for over a year. There has been a lot of chat about this, though. You know, it's been pretty well known in the community that yeah. something significant was going to happen. So, from my understanding, back in, I think, was it 2008? Could have been 2009, shortly after the pool had actually opened, as in a few years. Um, uh, the River Deal, which is where the centre is built alongside it, it flooded and it flooded the plant room, which obviously is salt water and it damaged the plants that is used for keeping the water running at a perfect temperature for the pool. Um, over the period since, it has been maintained as, as much as they can. They've kept running as well, well as they can, but the renovation works needed to have funding and needed time to be prepared. Um, I believe there was a grant received a few years ago, but obviously between COVID and everything, they never got the tender out or the contract out for tender. Now, as far as I'm aware, that still hasn't actually been even released for tender uh, re- uh, responses yet. I believe the works won't be happening before September this year. So we're all a bit perplexed and bemused as to why they're thinking 12 months and closing it next month is reasonable. Yeah, because it focuses on the plant room, doesn't it? 
It does, yeah. Yeah, and, and they, it has unfortunately had a persistent problem with flooding. 100%, yes, that's that's not denied. No one is, have, is, is saying that isn't happening. I mean, every time there are major spring tides, the council do come in with flood remediation and uh, ensure that it doesn't get flooded again. Mm. But we also understand that the gym that's connected is mm-hmm. not due to be closed on a temporary basis until August. That's what we've been told, yes. And has there been any explanation as to why the pool needs to close so much earlier? The only thing I've been told, and I, I, I mean, I'm only a parent of the swimmer, but as far as I'm aware, the council do not want to pay for the running of the, of the facility between now and September. Uh, and, well, well, but why would that be different to any other year? I don't quite understand that. Neither do we. <laughs> that, that is exactly why everyone is quite... Frustrated, as you can imagine, emotions are running very no, high. No, no, that, that, that mightn't be an old Chinese whisper going around now, would it? No. You, so you, you believe that that's yes. based on solid information from somebody in the know? Yes, I do. But I, but I mean, what's the... But, but they would... Uh, sorry, it's just the budgets are, are kind of determined at least 12 months out. That's what I would have believed, yes. I so, mean, I so know I, mean, I, surely I they would have had it in... The, I, I, I really don't understand that now. We'll have to we'll have to talk. We, we'll have to talk to the council because that yeah. that that, yeah. that that confuses me. I'm not saying you're wrong, but it significantly confuses me that they would suddenly decide a pool that they have in their running cost every year would not be able to be remain open until a later point in the year. If, as you're saying, it doesn't yeah. actually need to be closed on that's exactly the 16th of March. Council too. That's exactly the question we have for the council. That's why the public meeting has been held this evening and asking for everybody to come and, and hear. The, the update from what the club have learned and hopefully get some clarity as to what okay. is going on. And who's going to be addressing that meeting? Uh, the swimming club are organising it, but it's a public meet- meeting open to everybody. Right. And does it mean then that there will be uh, either politicians or council officials in attendance to uh, as, answer the queries? As far as I'm aware, they've been invited. It remains to be seen who appears and who shows up. But is there much point other in the meeting if you don't have people who can answer the question? It's, it's to show that I mean, the public are not happy about this. Like for our, myself, I don't live in Askeaton, I live in Glynn, so it's the closest pool we have to us. The next one to us is Tralee or Limerick City, which is 50 or 60 kilometres either way. It's the only 25-metre pool between Limerick City and Tralee. Do you know, it's, it's, it's basically highlighting that this is an issue. It's informing people in the locality that this is an issue and anyone that wants to raise their concerns. I mean, it's showing that there is public... Um, Dis, dis, uh, disrest about this. Nobody wants this to happen and it shouldn't happen. And even the works that do have to occur shouldn't require the full shutdown of a pool. At all? At all. Right, but are there not health and safety grounds for that? I, none of us know what these health and safety grounds they're mentioning. The water quality is absolutely spot on and it has been. There's been no issues with the water quality. So other than that, I don't know. Because that seems to be the argument for the closure of the gym in August. That yes, as the, far as the contractors are making yes. a health and safety case around yeah. why they But there's need... no contractor yet, Joe. There's no contractor... Uh, the contractor won't be chosen until later this year. It seems very odd, doesn't it? It does. It's very frustrating, as you can imagine. I mean, when we found out last week, we had to tell our two young lads who both are in the club, but our eldest, is, is, as you said, is international competition now. And it, he was stunned. He just couldn't get understand why 12 months is the number that's been used. And the concern then, of course, is will it ever reopen? You know, 12 months is a very long time and we don't have other options. We're looking at significant financial impact personally from fuel, car costs, as well as extreme early mornings compared to what we've been doing as it is. 
in order to be able to get Jack particularly into into the pool to get his training in the pool. Um, a skeet and swimming club, they are part owners of this facility. So my understanding of this is that skeet and swimming club are 49% shareholders, the minority shareholder of the centre that is known as a skeet and pool and leisure. However, they've no involvement in the running of the centre. That is completely the council and they've leased it to a company called Cara Leisure. Um, there is no involvement, there's no consultation with the with the club and they don't have any hand or part in the management or the running costs of it. Right, so there's no board representation, for example. There's two members of of the swimming club represented on the board of APL, but the, the council have, I think, three or four members. And, and, and through that uh, forum, there have been no answers? No. To, to board members uh, who are also None. members of a Skeeton? It's, it's ex- what I'm saying here is all, all the club has been told from the board members. Okay. Um, so it's very frustrating, as you can imagine. Lack of information is, is a problem. Lack of clarity, lack of communication. And my concern, obviously, is my own two kids. But there's a whole cohort of kids that are in this club that are been affected by this too. Yeah, and you, uh, you mentioned your son being a competitive international swimmer. So presumably, he's going to have to find somewhere to train yeah. in the meantime. We're going to have to figure something out. Obviously, we're hoping that the closure could be uh, re- sort of stopped for the moment, and then let the season get to the end at the very least. Let our swimmers who have all qualified. I mean, Jack isn't the only swimmer who's qualified for national competition and and potential international competition in another few months either. So he's not the only one affected. There's a whole senior squad there who are who have a lot of commitment and a lot of dedication. If we could avoid interrupting their training until the end of the season, that would be the ideal for, the, for now, anyway, at the very least. And then try and find a way to avoid impacting the whole pool using community. And are they like a lot of serious swimmers that they do their training on early morning and late evening? Is that what happens? You better believe it. (laughs) We have, with Jack and Adam, we have three mornings a week where we're up at five o'clock in the morning and they're getting home for about 10 to 8 where they get, inhale their breakfast and get onto the bus to go to Sweetland Harbour. And they're doing that three mornings a week. Then Jack is in the pool two more evenings a week and they're both there for four hours over every weekend. Right. And there, I mean, the suggestion was earlier this week that they might be able to keep the pool open to a Skeeton Swimming Club members for maybe a couple of weeks after the 16th of March closure. I haven't heard anything about that personally. So well, I, don't I, think, know, I, I, think, I think we had somebody on the okay. show earlier in the week who, who suggested that that might be possible, but I think it was only in, in terms of a matter of weeks rather yes, than... Well, that's how that would impact Jack and at least one other swimmer would be there's the Irish Open Championships in April and they would have no training facility from the, from the middle or the end of March until that competition and who knows how we'd be able to manage an alternative because we will have to ask on the good nature of other clubs to allow us to piggyback on their time and all of these other swimming clubs are very, very busy and have massive numbers themselves. Yeah. It's a logistical nightmare from that point of view and obviously there's going to be some people who simply cannot make training in other facilities. Yes, yes, okay. Okay, so the meeting is this evening. You'd hope, obviously, for a big attendance. Clearly, it would be very helpful to have people there who can Hopefully. answer your questions, you know. I think it would be in their best interest, too. I mean, these people are local representatives from both the district that Daskeaton is in and also the adjoining districts in the council. I mean, the, 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 the more clarity we can get and the less... Um, what's the word? Defensiveness about it. I mean, every, at the end of the day, everyone's goal is to keep this place going and open. You know, it's not about who's the bad guy and who's the good guy. Mm. 
I think the majority, and I, I would like to think the vast majority, if not the entirety, and, is that everyone wants to say. And, and, and one other question. I mean, if, for example, they came up with an understandable and credible health and safety reason for this length of closure, would that be acceptable? I can't speak on that until I would hear what the actual health and safety reason would be. I mean, there's always ways. They can't, you can't just shut a business down indefinitely. For a, a health and safety reason, you have to have a solution. So as far as you are concerned anyway, waiting to see what may be explained in more detail about the health and safety aspects, yes. that there must be a way of keeping this open throughout the period or for most of the 12 months? My attitude is most of the 12 months with the least disruption possible. Everyone ex- understands and expects that there would have to be some downtime for switching over and testing and all of that. That's not a problem. I don't see that as an issue. It's not insurmountable. But there's off-peak hours. There's times that don't impact the, the training people who are in the pool as much as possible. That's what's really important here. You know, there's, there's, there's ways and methods. It's not just a brute force attack. You know, we have to not, not just be the... the, the, the a big bang and that's it. You know, it needs to be much more thoughtful and considered, I think, and yeah. less impactful. And, and, and um, also, there would be employees, wouldn't there, in the I, wider yes. facility? There is. I think there's about 30. I could be wrong on the number, but there is definitely quite a number of people. And a lot of them are young lifeguards, long, young personal trainers. And, you know, they're, they're all from the, lo- the wider locality. So the, the, the opportunities they have open to them for these facilities is also limited. Mm. And they were all told, I believe, soon after the committee were told that their jobs were, go- were going to be gone. So, I mean, that's, it's not right. It's not fair. And the business is not going to feel the impact. When, and and again, I, I accept it that, you know, you're not that close to it. But when you yes. use the expression gone, do you mean gone for the period of closure? That I don't know. That was the phrase that was used for me. Used to me. Right. Okay, so whether, again, something else... That, well, something else that's very important to get clarity on, I think, yep. you know, from those who um, do know, what what is the position for those employed there? You know, what is absolutely. the length of time they will be out of work? Um, or, or is it permanent or is it temporary or what is it? Because well, in 12 the interest, months is far from tw- temporary. <laughs> well, no, no, I, 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 I appreciate that, but you so, see my yeah. point that, I mean, I, yes, cl- I cl- clearly, clearly there's a difference between there will never be a job again and there will be a job after a period of time again, but... Yes. We don't know is what you're saying. We don't know. Yeah, okay. we don't know. Okay. All right. Well, look, it's uh, it's definitely a dilemma and it suggests mm-hmm. that there needs to be clarity of this. And if there is um, a reason, that reason needs to be detailed to all of you as and to what valid, is required and I mean, why. Have, yeah, exactly. We can't ignore the fact that, you know, we have a very light, uh, a substantial group of very talented swimmers and to take away their one pool facility is just, it's basically telling them they don't matter. Mm, okay. All right. Well, listen, um, uh, we wish the swimmers well. And uh, as you say, you. lots of competitions to come. Thank you very much uh, for articulating that so well for us this morning. And uh, we will wait to see what happens at the meeting and subsequently. And certainly we'll be following up to find out precisely what the information and answers are. Great. So thank you very much for having me. I appreciate you, you're it. very welcome. That's Anna Hutchinson there, uh, whose son is a competitive international swimmer, telling us about uh, the concerns there around a skeeton swimming pool. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today.